Hey, fam. Hello, 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 hello. Family. I got a word for us, okay? <laughs> so, I don't know how long this word going to be because the Holy Spirit was speaking to me while I was driving. Fam, I was like, listen, so I was taking my kids on a ride. They was eating ice cream. We was turning up in the car. They fell asleep. So, you know, I was like, ooh, mommy time. And the Holy Spirit began to talk to me, right? And he told me, he said, you are a strong woman. And this is not just for me. It's for you. I need you to hear this. You are a strong woman. So it intimidates a man in this world. Men in this world, they get intimidated by a strong woman. Right? We know this. We know this. But hear me out. Right? So... The thief's purpose purpose is to kill, steal, and destroy. And when you know who you are, when you have that confidence in knowing who you are, people want to destroy it. The enemy wants to destroy it. People want to tell you who you can and cannot be. Do you hear what I'm saying? Because they want to steal your identity because you know who you are. And if somebody, you're going to, you're going to get this quickening in your spirit. The Lord says you are going to know if that person is from me or if that person person is from the enemy. Because a God-fearing man will build you up. He will build you up. He will not be intimidated by your strength, by your power, by your might, by your authority. Because he walks in that authority. He walks in that power. Do you get what I'm saying? The Bible says we have power, we have authority and dominion. Hallelujah. So the man that the Lord has for you, he's going to walk in that power and dominion. Do you get what I'm saying? God forms the man. And he, put, he lets him go to sleep. Until he gets the helper that's just right for him. Then he wakes him up. Now, I'm not saying sis. I'm not saying for the sis that might be on here and you standing for your person. I'm not saying that you got to seek the Lord. All I'm saying is you will be able to know and discern if it's up from God, if it's from the enemy, if it's the real thing or if it's a counterfeit. Because a, a counterfeit is going to be threatened by you. Mm-hmm. A counterfeit's gonna be intimidated by you. Right? So then the Lord he began to speak yokes to me. Hallelujah, right? Hold on. And we always hear not to be unequally yoked, not to be unequally yoked, right? And I, we're gonna go to that Bible verse. So it's second Corinthians six. Verse 14. It says, the temple of the living God. Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. How can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? How can light live with darkness? What harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? Now, first we're going to stop right there. What harmony can it be between Christ and the devil? What harmony can there be? It's a constant battle. You will have no peace. It's a constant battle. Hallelujah. Either you're going to be for the light or you're going to be for the dark. Right? So we hear unequally yoked. We we naturally get on the defense, but it's because the Lord is saying, how can you be in harmony with the darkness? 
You are a threat to the darkness. The only weapon the enemy has over you is a lie. But he will try to tear you down and beat you down with that lie. Do you hear me? So let me keep going. How can a believer be a partner with an unbeliever? And what union can there be between God's temple and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will live in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. Therefore, come out from among unbelievers and separate yourselves from them, says the Lord. Don't touch their filthy things and I will welcome you and I will be your father and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord. Hallelujah. What union can there be between God's temple and idols? What union can there be? Hallelujah. Listen, and I need somebody to understand, right? You got to take this word back to the Lord because if this word is for you, he will give you the confirmation. I'm not sitting here saying that people that stand in the gap waiting for restoration. I'm not saying that's not what the Lord's doing for you. I'm not saying that. But it's somebody that needs to hear this right now. Who the Lord is going to give the confirmation to that he's talking to you. How can God's temple and idols have a union? There is going to be conflict there. You are the temple of the most high God. He lives in you. He works through you. He works among you. So how can there be a union with somebody who has idols? Somebody who um, looks to the world when they're in trouble. Who looks into the world to see how to be strong. Who looks into the world to think what they have is power. How can you match? How can you match? Right? So we hear unequally yoked. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. We can go to the King James Version if you want to see the actual word. And y'all see right there, it say entanglement. The KJV version say entanglements. Family, you know we be talking about these ungodly entanglements. The Lord do not be in them. And it says, be ye not unequally yoked together with uh, with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? What fellowship with righteousness and unrighteousness can you have? Right? I need you to go. To um, hold on. I need you to go. I believe it's Matthew eleven. Hold on, family. It might not be that verse, but give you six to second verses twenty six. It might not be that one. Y'all might. I might got it wrong. So hold on. Okay, give your sis a second. Cause somebody, you gonna get your breakthrough, sis. We breaking you through that night in the name of Jesus. We breaking you through. Okay, stick with me. Um, yes, it's Matthew eleven. I was right. And let's go down to verse. Um, let's see. Let's go down to verse. 20 uh 28 come to me all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens and i will give you rest hallelujah so you see where the yokes are different before you receive the yoke from jesus your, your yoke is heavy you are burdened it's a heavy burden that you carry so how can you put together rest 
and heaviness and burdenness. How can you put it together? How can they have a union? You're unequally yoked. Your yoke is light and their yoke is heavy. Your yoke is the light. Jesus gives you light in this dark world. And the other person's yoke is darkness. What do you have? What does the light have in common with the darkness? The darkness will always extinguish the light. Do you hear me? The darkness can never extinguish it. So some people you face in relationship where you feel like this person is running from you. Let it go because what is for you will not leave you. And if it does, it will come back. Hallelujah. But you need to, as a sister needs to hear this, they keep running from you because the, the darkness always runs from the light. The, the, the darkness doesn't want to be close to the light. Let it go. It's just the spirit that lives in you is greater than the spirit that lives in them. So it's always going to be conflict. It's always going to be intimidation. They're always going to be intimidated by you. Because he that lives in you is greater. So do you know this person, they try to kill, steal, and destroy you. But when you get this confidence. When the Lord gives you this anointing of confidence, it's going to break the yoke, says the Lord. If somebody needs to hear that, the Lord is saying, I'm breaking your yoke. I'm giving you confidence. That low self-worth, that low self-esteem, that yoke shall be broken, says the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, and I shall give you confidence. And in this confidence, you will know who you are. You shall no longer be intimidated by the enemy's lies. You shall no longer be held captive in his snare, says the Lord. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath, says the Lord. And anyone that tries to tell you other than that is from the evil one. Anyone that will tear you down is from the evil one. Let me tell you something about a a manipulator. Let me tell you something about a counterfeit. They will get that one weakness because it's just like Delilah. What's your weakness? She wanted to know Samson's weakness because once you know that weakness, I become stronger than you. That's how they think. Once I know your weakness, I can overpower you. So the whole time these people will be whispering sweet nothings in your ear. It's because the enemy is behind them. And they're just like, I need to know your weakness. I'm going to pick your mind because I need to know your weakness. But once you know who you are and you stand firm on who you are, you cannot be moved. You cannot be shaken. You got a firm foundation. Stop turning your back on the Lord. I feel this so heavily in my spirit. And I know it's for more than one person. When you got Jesus as your foundation, you cannot be moved. You cannot be swayed. You got a firm foundation. He is a strong man. Do you hear me? 
Anybody that will tear you down is from the evil. I'm telling you. It's one thing to be pruned and purified. It's one thing to be that. It's one thing because, you know, sometimes you have to be uprooted and new things got to be planted. But if a person is constantly uprooting you and they never are planting good into you, that is from the evil one. To try to tear you down, to try to belittle you, to try to make you lose your identity, that's from the evil one. These people are on a mission. Do you hear me? It's people on a mission to destroy you. Delilah was on a mission. Do you hear me? She was on a mission to destroy Samson. But Samson lacked the discernment. He lacked the discernment. It's somebody, the Lord is speaking. He said, I need you to ask for the discernment. Right now, you might feel weak. You know, once they cut his hair, he felt weak. But as time went on, the scriptures talk about how his hair began to grow back. And he prayed, he said, Lord, if you just let me get these Philistines once and for all. Then the the Lord's spirit came back to Samson. The Lord is saying, I will come back to you. I will strengthen you. You have the power. You have the victory. You are not defeated. This is not the end. Hallelujah. But this is only the beginning, says the Lord. This is the beginning of your freedom, says the Lord. But you got to come close to me. Let me tell you something else about a manipulator, right? They start in with sweet nothings. Mm-hmm. Remember the other day we was talking about the Lord said that mask is always going to fall off. That mask will always fall off. And I'm telling you, baby, that mask will fall off. Give it some time and that mask will fall. Matter of fact, when you got the discerning, you already see you got a mask on. That's a wig right there. That ain't natural hair. I know that's some Brazilian bundles. That ain't even your real hair. That's a wig. You trying to act like it's yours. Catch this in the spirit because I got to break it down to you sometimes like that. You will know you ain't the real thing. Because when you see the real thing, you know it. Remember we talked about real, recognize real? You just got that inkling in you like something ain't right. It's just that small, and that's the Holy Spirit. It'd be that small voice. Something ain't right. And you know it because it starts off as the angel of light. It starts off of, let me come and save the day. Hallelujah. And we know, because listen, I'm taking you all around the Bible. We know that the spirit of Antichrist is already flowing through, correct? And we know that the Antichrist is going to come act like he's saving the day, right? Mm Mm-hmm. 
These people, if they do not listen, if you do not say that Jesus Christ came in a real body, if you do not declare that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, and he came down here in a real body, and he died on the cross for our sins, and God raised them on the third day, listen here. I'm not saying that you can't receive salvation, but I'm just saying that scriptures say that you do not have the spirit of God if you do not believe those things. I'll still plant a seed in you, but I'm planting that seed and I'm keeping it pushing. Because guess what? It's it's one plants, the other one waters. I'm not sitting there watching the seed grow. I'm not sitting there watering the seed every day. That's not my job. And that's not your job either. I will plant the seed or listen, maybe the seed already planted. I got to water it. I'm going to water it and I'm going to keep it pushing. Don't a farmer got other things to do? I got other things to do than to watch this seed grow. That ain't my job. It's God that causes the seed to grow and to have an abundant harvest. But you got to understand that some of them are just cursed. Some of the figs are just cursed. Some people are just withered at the root. Some people just do not produce the fruit. Hallelujah. Give me one second, family, because these kids got to turn this TV down. Hold on real quick. I need y'all to turn that TV down. Because y'all need to hear what I'm saying. Listen. I listen, y'all. I be having to let them know, all right? <laughs> Period. But, um, hold on. Because it's somebody you need to hear this. And you know what? Yes, it's been there. I lacked the discernment. I had to get bit a couple times. I had to taste a couple bad fruits. But you know why? So now I can strengthen my brothers and sisters. Now I can do that. Okay. Let's go to Matthew 7 verse 20. I just got to tell somebody, you got to let these people go. I got to get this. It's it's a rattling in me. You got to let these people go. Hallelujah. Okay. Because they, they don't got your best interest. And you know, I'm talking to you. You know, I am. These people do not got your interest at heart because you can see, you can identify the tree by its fruit. Okay. The scriptures say, if you go into a home, you bless it. And if that home is worthy of the blessing, it can stand. But if that home turns out to be unworthy, You shake the dust from your feet. Okay? You get up out of there and you shake your dust from your feet. To to show them that you know what? You're going to be left to this. And that's what you got to be. You got to stop feeding your pearls to the swine. 
And I feel like you've been told this before. Stop feeding your pearls to the swine. Let's go to verse um 20. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go to verse 15. Beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, but they are really vicious wolves. You can identify them by their fruit. That is, by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from dorm bushes or figs from thistles? A good tree produces good fruit, and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit, and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruits, so you can identify people by their actions. You know how they be like, if somebody show you who they are, believe them. Family, the one thing about the people in the enemy's camp is they lack transparency. You ever had, ever been been cool with somebody or something, but you don't really know nothing about that person, but y'all just cool, but you really don't know them. But then they always up in your business asking you a question. Want to know what you doing? Want to know how everything going? But you don't know nothing about them. It's because, listen, it's, it's, it's a part of the tactic. It's a part of the manipulation. It's if I lack the transparency, if I don't let you see in me, you can't see what's within me. But God says that I will show you what's in their heart. You're looking at their appearance, but I can see their heart. That's why you need discernment. Right? Let's look at transparency, right? Let's just power. I feel like it's going to be power in that definition. Transparency as used in science, engineering, and business. Hold on. Let me see. Let me see. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get the definition up correct. The condition of being transparent, an image, text, or positive transparent photograph printed on transparent plastic or glass, able to be viewed by using a projector. Right? So let me set this picture, right? Somebody in the camp, you won't really know nothing about them, you know? Y'all might go chill, hang out. You just know them from the streets, right? You just know them because of that. Because that's the only reason why you know somebody is because of the streets. Because in the kingdom, we transparent. Because I got to overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. I will tell you, family, I fall short to the glory of God. Family, my kids, they make me mad. Family, sometimes I wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Sometimes I don't want to talk to nobody. Sometimes I want to be by myself. That's transparency. Family, I have done some things. But somebody that don't never say nothing about really what's going on, but they always want to hear about you. You got to watch them kind of people. You always want to hear about me, but we don't never talk about you. And then when we talk about you, it's only like, you know, like small talk. But you want to be all up in my business, right? Right. Because it's like Delilah, 
What's your weakness? If I know your weakness, I can use it against you. This spirit behind me can manipulate you. Are you catching that? And don't let me get started on a narcissist. Don't let me get started on a narcissist. Because if one thing's for sure, two things for certain, you always wrong when it comes to a narcissist. You always out of your mind when it comes to a narcissist. A narcissist don't never do nothing wrong. I'm sorry is not in a narcissist apology unless they say, I'm sorry that you made me act that way. I'm sorry that you, you made me do this. Cause remember when we was talking about Jesus and how the Pharisees were trying to project things on Jesus, make him feel unworthy, but it's the confidence. It's the authority. Sis, I'm telling you, pick up your mat and walk. You got authority and dominion. Pick up your mat and walk. Who the sun sets free is truly free. Ain't nothing holding you back but you. That enemy has no power. Every knee has to bend and every tongue got to confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. It's power in the name of Jesus. Knees got to bend. Do you hear me? Knees got to bend at that name of Jesus. That enemy got to drop his weapon at that name of Jesus. He got to retract his steps in that name of Jesus. But you know what he'll try to do? It's that scare tactic. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be this. What about this? What about this? That's a tactic from the enemy to try to make you feel like you got to stay in that. But the Lord is calling you into freedom. Will you receive it or will you keep playing? Because there's nothing in common with the dark and the light. There's nothing, there's, there's nothing there. You're just always going to be in intimidation because you got power. It's always going to be intimidation there. But you know what I've been learning? Cause the Lord been talking to me about kingdom men. They know who they are. They got power. They got authority. They got dominion. They are your covering. They will be your rock. They will be your refuge because they trust in me. They surrender to me. They submit to me. Right? So now I want to go to Ephesians 5. Because you will identify a man by his fruits. Family, listen, we all done been bamboozled at a time. Bamboozled, been out in these streets, lost and turned out. Listen, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. And that's another thing. These soul ties. Let me tell you something that gets you caught up. When you having these sexual relations with these people, all it is doing is bringing your souls together. So you staying in a web of lies because you're, you're becoming one with that person. That's why the Lord is saying, I've made it for a man and a wife. But if that person won't commit to you. Because I know. 
A kingdom man's going to pursue you. I was watching this bomb video the other day. I can't pronounce the girl's name, but it was a bomb video. And she said, doesn't Christ pursue the church? And I was like, you right. And she said, doesn't he rip open the sky? So when the Lord says to go get him, won't he rip the sky open to come and get us? That's what a kingdom man would do. And I said, oh, she is right. Holy Spirit, move. Oh, glory be to God. Because what well, ain't it so? That man will not hangle, uh, uh, dangle no marriage in front of your face. He won't dangle, oh, moving in together in front of your face. First of all, he shouldn't be trying to dangle moving in together in front of your face. Because first of all, you need to be married to be living together. So if he asking you, because I feel like somebody, that's something that somebody going through. If he trying to act like he want to live with you, but if he ain't trying to give you no ring, it's time to identify that tree by its fruit. Because a good tree going to produce good fruit. A kingdom man is not going to move in with you before the time. Didn't we just talk about the other day? Do not awaken love until the proper time. That man is going to do things decently and in order. He's not going to go out of order because God is his head. Right? Let's go. Because I think I feel in the King James Version right now. Let's go to the King James Version. Ephesians 5. Let's start at verse 24. <clears throat> Hold on. Let's go up a little higher. Verse 23. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their husbands in everything. See, you gotta, how can you have a marriage with darkness if you're the light? How can you surrender? Hallelujah. Listen, I'm not saying that the Lord is not restoring. You will know if this word is for you. And I'm not going to keep on having to repeat this because you should have listened to the disclaimer. If you don't, if you feel like the Lord is telling you to stand in the gap, that this restoration, then sis, just enjoy the word. Send it to somebody you feel like need to hear this. But it's somebody that needs to hear this. It's somebody who is messing with a counterfeit. And we're going to set you free today in the mighty name of Jesus. So back to what I was saying. If you are trying to submit yourself under darkness, how can you produce plenty of fruit? How can that union be fruitful? How can that union multiply if you're unequally yoked? Your yoke is light. Their yoke is darkness. Okay. Husbands love your wives. So we talking about love. But the fruit of the spirit is love. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not envious. It's not boastful. It doesn't rejoice when um when like when bad stuff is happening. But it rejoices when the truth prevails. So when you're walking in love, you got to be walking in truth, right? Can we agree with that? Because there's a limitation when you're loving and you're walking in a lie. It's going to be imitation there, right? Because if a man really loves you, he's going to honor you as Christ honors the church. But if he's walking in darkness, he cannot honor you the way Christ honors the church. Because how can he lay his life down like Christ laid his life down if he won't pick up his cross? How can he be crucified if he won't pick up his cross? 
Do you feel me? Jesus was not out here shacking up with people. He was not up out here lying to people, trying to get people, trying to move in with people. He was not doing that. He laid his life down for the church. Okay? Because he was fully man and he's fully God. So that tells you he was fully man and fully God. So there's no excuse that you cannot walk in the authority that Jesus walked in. It's just simply because you don't want to. Right? Right. You don't hear nothing about Jesus out in these streets unless he was saving a soul. Unless he was giving a word. And that is what a kingdom man will do. He will lay his life down for you. He will not be out in these streets. Your man will not be for the streets when he is kingdom. He will not be for the streets. The only time he's going to be in them streets is when he casting demons out. Okay. When he giving a word. He might be called to, um, to, uh, What's that called? Street ministry. But he's going to be out there saving souls. You're not going to have to be worrying about where he at because the Lord got you. Because that same power that lived in Jesus lives in him. So there's nothing to worry about. Do you worry about Jesus ever leaving you or forsaking you? Do you have to worry about that in the kingdom? Or do you know he's going to be there? So it's the same thing. For a kingdom spouse, he's going to be there. There ain't no worry. He's never going to leave you nor forsake you. So you got to identify this tree by its fruits. Let's keep going. It says that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having a spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. That man is to love you as his own body. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Until he has a relationship with the father, he can never love himself. Because God got to teach you how to love yourself. Nobody in this world who doesn't have a relationship with Jesus knows how to love themselves. They think they know. They have a vain imagination on how they think it should be. But I'm here to tell you, you can't love yourself unless Jesus loves you First, the scriptures say we love him because he has loved us first. Let me tell you something. I used to have the best weave. I used to have my nails stay done. I used to stay dressed. You feel me? I used to really be like that, but I still deep down didn't love myself. I still was letting situations belittle who I was. On the outside, my cup was beautiful, but on the inside, I was defiled. I was dirty. So just because you somebody look good on the outside, that don't mean nothing. Let me tell you, okay? I used to drop money, okay? I used to think all those things made me be who I was, but in the inside, I was broken. When I went to bed at night, I was broken. 
When I was alone and I had time to reflect, I was broken. Let's talk about it. Let's be real. So, sis, bro, it's time to take that eyelashes off. It's time to take that wig off. It's time to pop them nails off. It's time to take that nice little outfit on, put you on a t-shirt, put you on some sweatpants, and come to the, the realization, come to the grips that I'm broken. Bro, same thing for you. Take, the, take your drip off. Take whatever else you got on. I don't know. Don't get a haircut for a little bit and sit in that. Sit in your ashes and your burlap because you broken. You got to stop trying to hide behind that stuff. You got to let it all hang out. When I tell you I was stripped, I was stripped, okay? The Lord had me down to the new groove, okay? I had the wig out, listen, all of that, okay? I had them um, Queen Latifahs and set it off. Say, no, I wasn't like that. (laughs) I had braids. But listen, that weave got taken from me. Them clothes got taken from me. The nails got taken from me. The money got taken from me. And I was sitting in the pig pen like the prodigal. Dang, I had it good at my father's kingdom. He had to show me. I gave it to you and I could take it away. And you know what he had to do? He had to take it away from me. I had to sit there and had to come to the realization of the ugliness within me. I had to come to grips that dag I'm ugly on the inside. Dag I'm nasty. Dang I'm defiled. But you know why I can say it now? You know why you got this transparency now? Because he done cleaned me up. He done cooked it to fatten it calf. He done gave me a new robe. So now I can speak about it because there's no shame. But back when I was in the world, it was shame. It was like, let me hide behind these things. Because if I look like I'm good, everybody will think that I'm good. Yes, I'm preaching today. I know somebody heard that. Yes, although I look good, maybe people will think that I am good. But deep down inside, I'm broken and nasty let's talk about it let's talk about it i'm an ex bad fruit (laughs) i was an ex bad fruit i was a bad tree but you know what he came with that resurrection power that's why i'm saying i'm not saying god can't do it because he comes with that resurrection power but you gotta let god do it but it's some people you just know that it's a bad tree. You just know that, that there's no coming back. Those roots are not getting watered. You just know. You get what I'm saying? It's just a know that you know. You know. So the ones who know that this word is for them, you know. God can do it, but we can't do it. Listen, this is not, you know how you go to build a bear and you can pick out a bear, you can pick out the clothes, you can name it, you can stuff it, you can put a heart in it, you can give him a nice little scent, all of that, right? But that's not really how it is. You can't build no man, baby girl, because guess what? The first man was built in the garden. Adam was built in the garden by God. You're not God. You could try to take care of that man all you want, but he's not going to see your worth. He'll see your worth, but he going to use it to go buy him the PlayStation 5. That's the worth he worried about, but the worth you're trying to get him to see, he's not going to see it. Because he's sent there on a mission. I'm not saying God can't do it, but you got to let him do it.
it's nothing worse than being in a relationship with somebody, but you're really in a relationship by yourself. It's nothing worse than that. And listen, been there. I've been in quote, quote, no, those wasn't even relationships. Those was entanglements, okay? The Bible said it first. Those was some entanglements, okay? And Jesus was not in them entanglements at all, I used to be afraid to be by myself. I felt like I needed somebody or it was it was wrong to be single. But let me tell you something. I sleep very good at night knowing that my man is Jesus Christ. Okay? He watched over me. Okay? He got his angels right there so I won't hurt my foot on a stone. And it feels good. I sleep very well. <laughs> I sleep phenomenal, okay? Because it ain't nothing like sleeping with peace in the Lord. Ooh, it ain't nothing like sleep. Listen, I be sleeping so good, I be jumping up thinking I'm late going somewhere and sure don't even got plans. That's how hard I be sleeping. Right? And guess who, who sleep next to me? Well, my kids sleep next to me. But I don't got no man sleeping there with me. Mm-mm, I sure don't. Sure don't. And it's phenomenal. I'm not saying I want my kingdom spouse to sit there. I want him to be sleeping next to me. But I'm not. No. Ain't nobody else doing that. Because guess what? I found my worth. I found it. I found what I was really worth. And I and listen, I can't sit there and I can't be letting people ball out on me. You get what I'm saying? Like ball out on you, splurge off of you. You get what I'm saying? Demolish you. I'm not doing that. And I don't want that for you, sis. And you know why? Because Jesus don't want it for you. He laid his life down for you. Listen, I pray that this word has blessed you, but I just had to come on here and you a threat. You a threat in the darkness. There's nothing that the darkness wants to do with you, but to kill, steal and destroy. You're always going to be a threat to a worldly man. You're always going to be a threat. Because you walk in authority, you walk in this power, and they can't understand it. So just like they daddy, they daddy the devil, just like, yes, I did, I said it, just like they daddy, they want to tear you down. Because that spirit behind them is on a mission. He said, I'm sending you out as sheep amongst the wolves. Be as shrewd as a serpent, but as gentle as a dove. You, the scripture we just read, right? Oh, what, what scripture was that? When it was saying something about a false prophet. These people will speak into your life and you'll receive it. These people will tell you you ain't nothing and you'll receive it. These people will tell you that you're crazy and you will receive it. That's, they speak it into your life. The difference is, right, a prophet and a false prophet, right? A prophet's going to speak what they hear from God. But if you're a false one, what are you, who you, who's telling you, who's telling you what to say? Because if you ain't hearing from God, who are you hearing from? What's the difference between a false prophet and a prophet? All right. You got people speaking into your life, speaking death over you. 
It's time to be raised to new life. Sis, it's time for it. It's time to stop entertaining the darkness. A snake is a snake. And a snake will sit there and it will size you up. So it can devour you. You'll be thinking that that snake is cuddling up. Oh, you just want to be on me. You so warm. You so this. And the next thing you know, they choking you out trying to squeeze you to death. A snake is a snake. A snake cannot be a dove. And a dove cannot be a snake. Two different things. Okay. For no, it, we have verse 29. For no man have ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourished it and treasureth it, even as the Lord, as the Lord, the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. You see how it says we are members of his body, of his flesh, of his bones. We are to love, we love ourselves because we know that we are members of the church. But if you do not receive the fact that Jesus Christ is Lord, Whose body are you a part of? Whose flesh are you a part of if you are not in the body of Christ? I just keep hearing soul ties in my mind. Soul ties. Soul ties. You gotta break these soul ties. It's harder to let go because of a soul tie. Pray to the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus and ask him to break these soul ties off of you. Ask him to break this yoke off of you because it's a soul tie. I keep hearing him say soul tie. Get it broken off of you. It's a stronghold. I hear the Lord saying stronghold. It's a stronghold. Hallelujah. For the people, because we're going to look up stronghold, because there's power in that definition, and somebody need to hear it. A place that has been fortified so as protected against attack. A place where a particular cause or belief is strongly defended or upheld. These people will speak over you, and you'll believe it, and that's how the stronghold begins. If I can receive... That you're saying that I'm not worthy. I'm not nothing. You now have power over me. If I receive that I'm not good enough for nobody else. You now have power over me. If I receive that that I, I, I have to be with you because I don't, I, I have kids or something with you. Cause maybe somebody got kids because I have that kingdom in my spirit. So I feel like nobody else is going to want me because I have kids. Now you have received a stronghold over you. But sis, I'm here to tell you, I'm here to crush that lion serpent. And I'm saying that's not so. That's not so. You are worthy. You are good enough. You are not crazy. You are beautiful. You are powerful. You do have authority. You do have dominion. You do have a future. You are something. Do you hear me? I'm breaking every yoke today in the mighty name of Jesus. Because by the power of God, by the power of God, every knee got to bend. 
You got to get that stronghold off of you. You've received. You let these false prophets speak into you and tell you things about yourself. But now it's time to be freed. It's time to be released. It's time to know the truth about yourself. It's time to break these soul ties. Listen. Listen. These soul ties is real. They real. They real. You ever like been messing with somebody? Cause we gonna I'm, I gotta keep it, you know, PG. You ever been messing with somebody and then y'all start acting the same? Y'all start you start liking the same, or you just start becoming more like deeply infatuated with that person? It's because of the soul tie. It's bringing you closer. So guess what? Doesn't the enemy try to use what God says is good for his evil deeds? So listen, we about to talk about it. And I'm going to say it the best PG way I can. You might be thinking that that's the best, you know, that you done got. But I'm here to tell you. Ain't no kingdom man going to be shacking up with you. Before He's going to do things decently in order. So you might think that that's some, and that thing just dangerous. Because it said it was sent there to trap you. I gotta be real, and that's the most PG way I can say it. <laughs> cause I somebody need to hear that. I just can't leave it alone. You better, cause that's a trap and a snare. Hallelujah! Your foot steady. You steady slipping down into the grave, thinking that's the best thing you ever had. And a lie detector determined that is a lie because that you ain't even doing it in order. Jesus ain't even in there. So that ain't the best you ever had because Jesus ain't even in it. He can't honor it. So how is it good? I'm speaking today. I'm speaking. I got to be real. One thing I got to do, I got to be real because God is real with me. God talks about me in every aspect of my life. If I got a flashback, I know God does see the flashback. Because I know God was there when I was doing my dirt. So I got to be real. Because he sees the nitty and the gritty. He ain't say, okay, daughter, I forgive you. for No, we had to go through some things. It was levels to this. Do you hear me? You, you thinking you just throwing that thing to and fro freely and God ain't seeing it? He sees. So don't be clutching your pearls when you hear your sis saying it. Because listen, do you want to be transparent or do you want to be fake? Do you want me to sit here and give you a, um, a, a, a rainbows and unicorn message? Or do you want me to get deep down into the root cause? Which one you want? Well, either way, I'm getting down to the nitty gritty. Either way. It says, for this, for this call shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife and the two shall be, be one flesh. It says, this is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as himself and the wife see that she reverence her husband. Listen, I'm going to close out by saying this. You have a choice between walking in light and truth and walking in lie and darkness. The Lord says that he brings a, a woman 
and a man into a union. The two become one. Okay? The two become one. And that's how it is. But if you want to be laid up with your boot thing and y'all just shacking up, you're living a lie. You're, you're living in darkness. It's a lie. Okay? I love you. I love you. And if I didn't love you, I wouldn't say this to you. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't get down to the raw and nitty gritty. Because I need you to be set free. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I say these things to you. Don't think that I'm saying it because I think I'm like above the Lord enough. No, I know he wants these things for you. There's no way that he will be pouring into me for me to be pouring out to you if he didn't want you to be set free. I want the things that my father wants. And I know he wants you to be set free. He wants you to walk in spirit and in truth. But will you be in flesh and death? I'm telling you, what you think is good in darkness is a lie. Ask me how I know. You be thinking that this is the hottest thing since shoestrings. And then you get into the kingdom and you be like, y'all got this? Like the kingdom doing it good. And I'm not just talking about like, don't get your mind out the gutter. I'm talking about period. Like period. You be thinking being in sin is good. It's fun. That God being corny. No, when you see the truth and what you see is good is actually good. What is good is actually good. It changes you. Listen, we talked about it before. It'd be like, once you go black, you ain't coming back. Once you go uppercase G, God, you ain't going back to lowercase G. You just can't. You just can't. You just can't. You know? It's like this, right? I I like mayonnaise, right? I'm a Hellman's girl, right? I've been raised on Hellman's, right? Don't come for me because I said Hellman's. Don't come for me because it's a good brand, I, but I can't go to great value. I can't go to the generic because it's just not the same, you know? Like, if I'm walking in the aisle and it's not there, I'm like, I just ain't getting nothing. And it's the same thing with the kingdom. Once you got that real, you can't go back to the generic. I just can't do that anymore. Because he shows you how good he is. Hallelujah. It's about the goodness of God that sets you free. That's why, don't you always hear people saying God is good? Because the good is what sets you free. You be, listen, I'm telling you, go pray to your father. Get this breakthrough and this healing and this wisdom and this understanding that he will give specifically to you. There's more he wants to say to you, but I just bring a peace. Go back to your father in Jesus' name and say, Lord, what you need me to hear? What you need me to see? What should I do, says the which that's what you should say to the Lord. <laughs> father, in the name of Jesus, is there anything else you need me to say to your children, Lord? That's it, family. That's it. That's all. I love y'all so, 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 so much. I pray that this word has blessed you in the mighty name of Jesus. 
Um, I love your family. And that's it. So, let's close out. Let's say it together. I love you. But most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.